now listening to the Black Variant. Black Variant on RNC Radio. Welcome to Lizzie Pack once again. Welcome to the Black Variant Issue 122. I'm Ex the Exile, joined by 1017 Van Red, the God, ladies and gentlemen. We're here to give yeah, you the latest yeah. and greatest in comic book news. But before we do that, we're gonna bullshit a bit. Lizzie bitch ass is still in the ground. Okay, we cannot be more grateful for such a feat that got accomplished last week. But unfortunately, how is one old bastard so so harmful to the world? That they harmed, she harmed everyone in her death too. The whole fucking country went to a standstill. What is going on, fam? Yo, man, I don't know how they shut everything down for that. First of all, when I seen people was out there for days camped out just to see her casket, I'm like, all right, that's that's yeah, nasty. Wilding. Yeah, uh, no but the bro, the reports of them can't canceling things like cancer screenings and chemotherapy. Yeah, um, it's oh wow, I ain't. I, I see that coming. How you gonna put me in the box trying to put because she already in the box? How you gonna bring me down with you? How you gonna bring me down to hell with you, man? <laughs> what I do? How you gonna drag us all down to your level, huh? Uh, yeah. <laughs> what they say, meet people at their level, yo. That's crazy. <laughs> but now nah, she's in the box. She's still smoking on her, man. Um, I don't know, man. I didn't watch the funeral. Did you? Did you watch the funeral? I what? woke up and it was basically over. Um, yeah. Also, I'm not gonna spend any of my time mourning a white person. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Like I just seen it all over the news. I'm like, man, time, get this shit off my screen, man. Yeah, like uh, David Beckham out there doing fake tears and shit. Have some shame, dog. Like he got that knighthood, though. I get him. I get it. He got to got to keep the gimmick going, man. I was no fuck that. You gotta be like, hey, we need, we need, we need more hounds in the world, right? You know uh-huh. what? When the hound during the Battle of Blackwater Bay, right in the midst. Of the most heated battle in the, in, the, in the Game of Thrones series of that far, he stopped in the middle of what he was doing and said, "Fuck the king," dropped his shit and left. Said, just, nah. just, just, just pulled a Samoa Joe and just start start walking straight to the right. You know what I'm saying? Fuck, fuck, yo, fuck niggas flying, fuck niggas going around the ring. Fuck that. He just walked immediately <laughs> offset. Imagine David Beckham turning hell on the king, just super kicking him. <laughs> nigga Charles, he turned hell on Brady. No, uh, cause I heard I heard uh, Lizzie was a, a Arsenal fan, cause like, cause so can you imagine like the revenge and death, like they're just hitting her with a with well hitting Charles with a haluva kick, like <laughs> super kick him and just reveal he got the United jersey on underneath. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that would be. <laughs> You're like you just see Harry Maguire headbutt a nigga, like ah uh, yeah, he just you know when uh, remember when Sting joined the NWO and they just brought off the T-shirt. Uh, <laughs> Is he <laughs> put, the, put the mask over his uh-huh. face. Beckham, <laughs> I didn't guess Beckham. <laughs> oh man, shout out to shout out to Beckham, but yeah, that shit was crazy. Uh, happy she's in a, on a box on a t shirt, man. Um, has any other important real life shit happened in the in the last week? Um, <laughs> a lot of shit actually. Oh, you seen that whole Adam Levine thing from Room Five? So. <sighs> You know, I said important, and you know what? Fuck it, yeah. Let's talk about. I said it. important because this is so funny to me, like how upset niggas are at him. And no, it's not even like 
how upset the niggas are, bro. Like, have you? Did you see the DM screenshots? He's a he's a freak bull, but I, that's that's hashtag white. That's white boy shit. Yo, I got it. All right, hold up. Like before we before we get farther into white boy shit, right? I just want to say the way the way he Harlem shake out of the "Are you married?" question is incredible. I just yo like, and it worked too. That's that's the horrible part, yeah, that's right? The thing. All these move maneuvers he was pulling was working. Yeah, because like everybody, like everyone's black on blast with him now, but like no one's fucking on blast with him when they when he was sending the DMs when he was sending right. the cash apps. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, come on, they man. knew he was married. Like you know, what yeah, I'm saying? yeah. Like, but like, um. Yeah, one the one DM said, "Dude, aren't you married?" And he was like, "Yeah, but it's complicated, more complicated than that, or some shit like that." And Shorty kept talking to him, like, "Do yeah. you get, man? Do you get how men are the prize?" Like, <laughs> that's all that showed me, bro. Because I'm like, "Yeah, these are some beautiful women throwing themselves at this married man." So, like, bro, like, can and it, it, like, let's be very clear, it's a short white man, like, yeah, it's a yeah, short white. They're throwing like at the, the short white man, dog, like. Because, because you know, because he got a little bit, which is cool. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, if you five got some joints like, though, yeah. Like, come on, it's Maroon Five, dog. I get it. Like, I ain't shaming nobody for being one. I'm just saying, dog. Like, this nigga, he was so trash, cheating on his pregnant wife. You know what I'm saying? He got kids at home. Who was pregnant with their third child? Yeah. You don't know get me what wrong. This nigga, this nigga is filthy, but like, bro, they was trying to crucify him, bro. Bruh, but relax. like, but like, he he cheat. He was out here cheating, right? But like, here's the thing, though. He was hitting every shot. That's the problem, yeah, though. That's like, he's swishing them, bro. One leg like Dirk, man. Like he, bro, he's, he, he's hitting them all, if all he's, net. If he's batting a thousand, dog, like what's who's, is, is, who's really who's yeah, really at who's the here? problem? It's the chicken or the egg, nigga. Like which one came first, bro? Are we man, are we the villain? Are are we the problem? <laughs> nah, bro, it ain't us. Somebody are saying we the yes. problem? Yo, nah, somebody's saying yes. Is society man. at fault? Is, is that uh, what's going on here? Nah, man. That's an individual. It's a case-by-case case kind of thing, man. He, he yeah, listen, it. man. He did say a girl would be loved. He ain't say which one, though. All right? Uh-huh. Apparently, the answer to the question was yes. All right, yeah. man? Hey, man. Shout, shout, I, shout out to him. Should we, should we shout out Adam Levine? I mean, more got joints, man. Yo. Hey, man. Hey, shout out to Adam Levine. All right? Shout out to like Jagger, man. She can, will be loved. Come on, know, there could Yeah, you know, there could be worse... There could be worse scandals. All right, That's man. What I'm like, saying, bro. He could have been out here drinking blood and trying to eat people like Army Hammer, bro. But nah, he just <laughs> he just used some shots in the DM. You know, respect. Yo, did you see there's a fucking documentary coming out about that shit now? Wow, man, they they're like burying him, bro. <laughs> they putting that nigga 12 feet deep, nigga. It was wild because that nigga was almost Batman at one point. Yeah, he was. He was. He was almost Batman and Green Lantern in the same lifetime. Got neither of them. Now he's a cannibal. Bro, I I have I have no words about that shit. That is crazy. Oh, um, but also like, does isn't it like that shit's like re- mad recent, right? So like, yeah, it's like maybe like a two years. How are these documentaries about these major life events getting turned around so fast? Oh, like, bro, like ever since the whole true crime thing kind of popped off in America and like podcasting, yo, they've been pumping, they pumping them out, bro. It's a, it's a factory over there. Like, is this now? Is this, is this how it is now with the proliferation, the proliferation of streaming services? Like, we get shit like um, Needlehead, the the Hellraiser remake on fucking Hulu. Like yeah yeah exactly, exactly. that shit's not gonna be in theaters like are you what are we doing here I know it was wild within less than a year of the pandemic there was a movie about the pandemic <laughs> on streaming <laughs> you know Duh. and here's the crazy thing I watched it and like I watched it too yeah that's what I'm saying this I'm, like, I'm, crazy. I'm listening to all this like they, they try to make it seem like because like obviously documentaries like try to make everything seem like so long ago right, right. like it was nine months 
Yeah, like I, this is still, I'm, we're still going through this. Like I know niggas with COVID and shit. Like this is still happening. You know? Yeah, like you speaking of which, Joe Biden saying the pandemic is over. Heh, every yeah. time, I just want to say, every time it's like Tony Khan talking about WWE. Every time someone says some dumb shit like that, something worse happens. Oh, it is, bro. I'm gonna need everybody to take a moratorium and shut the fuck up. All right, man. Like that's it, bro. Like I don't, I don't know why. Like people keep like, I don't know, man. Tempting the go, wolf. You go know get your mean? booster vaccine. All right. You got y'all got me out here agreeing with Black China about vaccines. God damn it. All right. Go Black, get your boosters. Black China being the voice of reason for vaccines is crazy, man. Yeah, yeah. Imagine, imagine in an argument between Black China and Kyrie Irving. Black China is the correct one. Yo, we need that on national TV. That's like some 60 minute shit. That need to come on Sunday nights. No, 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 no. we can't. Okay, we can. I want the 60 minutes presentation, but I don't want none of the white people involved. All right, oh, right, right, some, right. Just we, the time. We, yeah, yeah. Give us, give us Taylor Rooks. Give us God. Who's the sassiest Taylor. black man in TV? Tell me that. Nori. Nori. All right, give me Taylor Rooks and Nori, <laughs> yeah, okay. and give me Black China and Kyrie Irving in a debate on a debate stage. I need. I Fuck need. That. Let's the, get them on drink chance together at the same time. Man. That too, but but also I need I, the only white person I want involved in this is that is one of the dumbass commentators during the presidential debates who just be sitting there not doing a goddamn thing. I want one of them to moderate this shit and see how much control they can exert over it. All right, man. That's what I really want to see. This is not great. Yeah, with like the great. Can you imagine Taylor Rooks and Nori on the side? Jack Harlow come through and dap them up and shit. Like, come on, man. Where are we? That's a great. That's a great combination right there. Yeah, listen, we need to stop selling ideas on this podcast, man. Yo, bro, we got to stop this production company. We can get this shit going, man. I can't wait till this podcast is like really super on, and we're just like, yo, we got Nori on the on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's your Dorio here trying to talk about Marvel. Yeah, three hours of talking about nothing. That's what it's gonna be. So so you so so y'all seen that nigger bird slime? <laughs> <laughs> One day, man, coming soon. Oh man. Um yo, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about this week in comics. Um what you been tapping into, dog? Yo, I've been catching up on Judgment Day. This is the most like messiest. A comic of all time, bro. But uh, yeah, it's messy, bro. So I'm not reading it, right? But you know, my Instagram pages update me about shit. Right. Um, right. I read that there is a part where a celestial comes to Earth and judges all the heroes and shit. Yeah. Uh, it's some of the saddest, most melancholy shit I have ever read in comics, bro. One part of it was. Goddamn, a celestial appears as like an angel in the middle of like Times Square or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. And Daredevil standing on like a building in the corner or something like that. And he just looks over and the angel just looks at him and gives him a thumbs down. Yeah, then, exactly. And just reads and, his life. Yeah. No, and, Dare, and Daredevil just the, the, the ending caption is Daredevil, a tear shuts down his face. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He nods and says he knows. Like, dog, what? What the f- the most religious nigga in comics, bro. Like, bro, why? Why? I don't. Everybody to be the most tortured soul ever. Daredevil might be the one, bro. It also, it's part of this. This part of it was like, um, the Celestial appeared to Professor X in the form of his son Legion, and Professor was like, "I'm busy right now, not now." But I'm like, also, what would be the right thing to do? Like, he's saving the world. Should he stop what he's doing? And exactly, shit is going on. Things are moving. Things are happening. Like, yeah, like, is, is, what are we doing here? 
Um, just imagine an angel, like a real life angel, comes to you and just give you the Batista thumbs down. Like, <laughs> honestly, honestly, I just be like, I, like the, the video. Cyrus keep us. It is what it is. It like, is what it is. It is what it. Hey man, that's, I just gotta live my life now. You know what I'm exactly. saying? I already got the confirmation. I ain't making. It. I might as well just do what I want at this point. You know what yeah, I'm saying? But no, nah, no, nah, that comic comic is fucking hilarious. Like, I don't know how good the story is, but like, it's, it's not just jokes. It's, it's, it's not. Just, it's jokes, man. It's not. The story's not good. It's racismo. All uh, right, man. I mean, yeah. This is racismo. Okay. They have black people turning on black people. That was pretty funny. Yo, Jason Aaron is it, Jason. Oh, listen, man. What a fall from grace. What a. Are you surprised though, brother? <sighs> kind of. Like he always had really good ideas. You know what I'm saying? Some of them shits just didn't pan out. Um, he's he's had a lot of forgettable runs on books. Uh, his Wolverine one was really great, though. The only shit I can really think that he really he's just been bad since War of the Realms got done, bro. Like, what the fuck happened? Like, oh my god, did the, 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 did one of the monsters steal this nigga's talent? Like, I don't know what happened, bro. After Thor, man, it's just been downhill. I shit when he flopped on Avengers, that's when I was sick, brother. Is he not on Avengers anymore? Nah, bro. I think he's off Avengers. Oh, that is crazy. And plus, but granted, there's like three different Avengers books out. You have Avengers Forever. You have uh, all all day, all new Avengers. It's all kind of shit, man. All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of mid out there. It happens. It happens. Um, what else you been tapping into? Um, I've been rereading uh, Battle for the Cow. Fucking hilarious. <laughs> All I my feel, like you, re- I feel like you reread that at least twice a year. It's so funny right. to me. It's so funny because like them niggas, they love each other, but like they have little gripes with each other. Like there's always a little tish between Grayson and Jason Todd. You know, it's it's so funny because like when they're at their like when they hate each other, they say the most funniest petty shit, right? Right, little but, like, digs. Yeah, but like when they love each other, nigga, like it's all love, bro. <laughs> like you know, they be hugging and cuddling and shit. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, like, right. Right. Niggas like, making smoothies in the kitchen, passing it to motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Mind you, these niggas try to kill each other 90 days ago. You oh, know what I'm saying? They like they just blatant disrespect of Ten Drake. None of them niggas respect him. Oh, uh, <laughs> like it's a lot of cool shit in that. And I think I feel like this storyline is gonna factor into Gotham Knights a little bit, like a little bit, tiny bit. So mm-hmm. I just kind of wanna you know keep myself refreshed on the story. So all right, all right. Um, what about you? What you been reading, man? You know, I had a whole speech ready. I completely fucking forgot. Um, <laughs> Happened, brother. I am four X-Men movies into this rewatch. Oh, yeah. How that going? Let's tap into that. Um, listen, man. A lot of things have been said about these movies over time. Um, I got to say, they hold up surprisingly hold well. Up. I t- I've been trying to tell niggas that, man. They hold up. So, yo, like some of the, like very little of the CGI is like bad, bad. You know what I'm saying? And by the dude being bad, bad, like unwatchable, because a lot of it holds up decently well. It looks like some of the shit we see now. Um, or actually, it looks a little bit better than some of the shit we see now, to be completely honest. Um, X- X-Men, the first movie, still really good. X2 was still a banger. Like, yeah, X2 is it. Like, one of the best comic movies ever, bro. Dog, like, and X3 is... X3 is not... It's serviceable mid, it, It's, yeah, it's, it's enjoyable mid, bro. Like, look, I'll say it like this. Once again, if I'm doing laundry on a regular-ass Saturday, let's mm-hmm. say I just, made my, I just got my cup of coffee, I'm doing shit. If I see this on USA Network, I will stop what I'm doing yeah. and watch this shit. You know what I'm saying? 
Exactly. Like, Most of my beats with that movie is just like I just has it has some questionable bucking decisions on shit that they do in the movie. But like man. overall, the movie ain't too bad, man. Hey man, Cyclops screw Cyclops, dog. Cyclops, you know um, Angel just being in it for like ten seconds. Uh, all kind of weird shit, man. G no, Ray that, just I don't know, man. That shit was weird. Hey, hey, man. It was. There were decisions were made. It, they when they were out there, they had the book like Vince Russo and WCW. You know what uh-huh. I'm saying? But listen, man. Cyclops got treated like the jobber he is. I just, you know, it happened. <laughs> oh shit! I, uh, I caught up. Not, I didn't ca- catch up fully. Um, but I'm reading Static Shock because I got the hardcover, so that's fire. Oh, nice. Um, I finally finished JL Avengers. I finally finished that shit. I might never touch that book again, just because I think I might fuck it up if I do. Um, <laughs> I never actually read that whole thing. Is it? Is it good? It's so. I'm not. I'm not sure how good a a movie a book that includes time travel, reality be- bending, um, f- like six different celestial being gods warring right. with each other, um, different dimensions can be like structurally good. But like, if you basically treat like the Crisis on Infinite Earths, yeah, it's good. Like, like it just has good. Look for the moments more than the actual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, like the moment I told you about yeah. where Superman whoops Thor's ass yeah, and they all yeah. jump him after. Oh, uh, that was funny. There's a moment in the um, in like the big ba- big final battle where Black Panther and Batman team up, which oh, I nice. never knew about that. Um, there's a moment with Hawkeye and Green Arrow, um, with like with Black Canary and She Hulk. Like, there's a lot of cool, you know, what I'm saying, kind of like look directly in the camera fan service moments in right. in the book. Um, and like I, yo, shout to George Perez, man, R.I.P. RP right. man to the, one will, of the goats. There will never be another one like him. There will never be an artist like George Perez again. Um, but yeah, it's a fucking great book. i I that's what I'm gonna pass down to my kids. Like oh, I'm, gonna, I, I'm gonna send it to the fucking CGC one day. I'm gonna get it graded. I'm gonna pass that shit down to my kid. I don't give a fuck what a grade it gets. It can get a 1.3. All right, man. I will still give that to my child. They might feel disrespected, but I'm still giving it to them. All right, man. Now nah, we're gaining recipes. We're gaining recipes. Yeah, we get we got we gotta keep the recipes, man. We gotta be mm-hmm. we gotta keep something sacred in this world. Absolutely. Um shit, you ready to get in dead shots? Yeah, let's jump in, bro. We got some some decent some good news from a good place. Uh Manny Jacinto, who played Jason from the good place, has been cast in Star Wars Acolyte as another male lead. Um okay. that makes four leads in this show now, and none of them white. <laughs> I'm not mad. Hey, first of all, that's a win. Right there at the top, but no, I think that's cool, man. I'm happy for him. Um, I listen. I hope they're all. I, I I'm sorry. I hope they're all like Jedi or light like, or like they're all Force wielders of some sort. Because like this might be the most diverse Star Wars cast ever. I mean, it, just, if they are. I mean, just acting wise, it's the most top heavy. Like you know what I mean. You have a lot of good actors at the top. Um, so we'll see, man. Hopefully, it turns out well. I still don't know. Really know what it's gonna be about, but um. I know, like all we basically know about is they're they're looking for Sith or it leads to the Sith or something like that. So, okay, I mean that at least, that at least tells me we're going to see some some lightsaber on lightsaber violence. You know what I'm saying? I'm uh, always here for that. So, you know, it's I, I got faith. I got plus with these Andor reviews I've been seeing. Then, then you done a miracle, boy. You done a miracle. I there is not another person in the history of ever who's got gotten me to do a complete 180 of some shit like Andor. All right, man. man. I saw I the it. vision. I knew I it from that vision. first trailer. I'm happy. I'm happy you come around, brother. 
I, I see the vision. I'm really excited because we got Andor this week. We got Abbott Elementary. We got Jujutsu Kaisen Zero all dropping on streaming services on the same day. Like, oh, shit, damn. It's going to be, it, they all come out on the 21st. Wow. They all come out tomorrow. Damn, should I call out? It's <laughs> like, <laughs> so I'm not going to work tomorrow, brother. It's a bitch because I got to go to the DMV tomorrow. So, Oh, my God. Praying for you. It is, it, it, it just my, is. Uh, I'm about to sound like another young nigga. You know how like, you got to get your license renewed by the time you turn 26? <laughs> yeah. It's just my time. It's just Fuck my time. It, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny as shit. Did you make an appointment, though? No, I haven't like so oh, like, I went to brother. go wait. So hold up. So here wait, right, hear me out. I went to go make an appointment, right? right? Um I don't know why, but like I got randomly selected to do a driver's te- not like a driver's test, but I gotta do the written test again, right? Right, right. Um, so I'm like, all right, so like can I still make an appointment through the website? The website won't make you a point won't let you make an appointment if you goddamn got to do the, the written test. So oh, I had to go like to the dark man. web to find a new link and like get go like to the individual ones. So I tried to make an advance appointment and they, the first one was like in two weeks. I was like, bro, my, my license expires this week. I need yeah, I to be able to drive. Yeah. Um, but what I found out is if you wake up early in the morning, yeah, there's always like an appointment like at 730 or some really obscenely early time. Mm-hmm. And like I got to go. I got to like take a little bit of time off work to get this done. So like I'd rather get that shit done. But like nine o'clock be home. Yeah. yeah so if smart. I got to if I got to wake up early, I got to wake up early. It is what it is. But hey, the worst case scenario, I got to drive like one town over. But I'm cool. Hey, with fuck that. it. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. you just think about the DMV. Just get there early, bro. That's yeah. It. Yeah. Just get there. Like get you like make sure you wake up early to grab food. Yeah. Get some coffee in you so you can be responsive because if you rude to them, it's gonna make your life exactly. all that much worse. 100%. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You gotta you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, you um, play. Speaking of the play, Taika Waititi, yeah, director of Thor Love and Thunder, aka Thor 4, allegedly remote directed Thor Love and Thunder's post-credit scenes from LA while Russell Crowe and Brett Goldstein were in London, England, in Sydney, Australia, respectively. Um is he directing movies via FaceTime, nigga? Dog, I, I, man, this is literally phoning it in. I don't have any <laughs> other words. There's no way around it at this point. <laughs> that is, that is literally phoning, nigga. If you couldn't be bothered to go to the Marvel, to, to, to go to Marvel's rented out space in the Tyler Perry Studios to do this fucking movie, all right, man, what, what why should the actors care? Because yeah. obviously they didn't care from that fucking performance either. Brett Goldstein was like, I was like, oh, who's that white man? Like, it seems like everything we find out about this movie is just worse and worse every time he speaks. Not even know? the movie, just like the, just the MCU in general now. Like, yeah. we just keep hearing the absolute worst things: unfinished movies, remote directing. That's just my. That just further solidifies that these the directors of these movies are just babysitters, bro, and not even not even on site ones. Apparently, just terrible babysitters. They're falling they, asleep while the kids are. They out here via satellite like Dwayne in 2011. Like, oh my god, <laughs> it's like it's like a WWE promo, it's like show Michaels from via satellite from his crib. Yo, that's crazy, dog. Like, what's what's going on here? What are we doing know, here, man? man? It's a mess. It's a mess. Oh, uh, I actually don't know how to say his name. I assume it's Carrie Payton. Okay, yeah, Carrie Payton. Um, if that vo- if that name sounds familiar, he was he's the voice of Cyborg and Teen Titans, the voice of Aqualad and Young Justice. And he was King Ezekiel in the in The Walking Dead. Uh, he said he finished voice work on Invincible season two, and they're already working on season three. Man, how do you feel about it? 
Hey man, sound right. I I like the, the two season thing. I feel like uh then uh Donald Glover did the same thing with Philanna. Like yo, we filming these last two seasons back to back. Look how that turned out. I mean, it's both. Hey, like, Hulu dropped that shit like a fart in the night, dog. Like it's just whatever at this point. It's just it's all contractual at this point. But I applaud the production getting it all done at once. But um yeah, not this is dope. I can't wait for Invincible, man. I think I was really surprised by the feedback from the first season. I didn't think like um, regular people, like people who not really in the comics, would, would like it. But it seemed to take they taking a liking to it. So, so I do think people will like the show, but I hate to like shade the show even more than I already do regularly. Um, but I think we're gonna have to we're gonna have to deduct the COVID tax from how much everybody liked that like the show. Because uh, it came out at a time we were very starved for content, uh, and it was bloody and and easy to get into. Uh, but I do not think we're going to see the same response for season two. We're gonna see, man. This is this is the, really the make or break, man. This is the make or break for it. Because like it came out when everybody just didn't have shit to do, so everybody was inside anyway. You know what I'm saying? But like, when motherfuckers got options on their TV again, you know what I'm saying? Can they everyone... do it with the with the holes in the building? With the lights on, you feel me? Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So, good point. We're gonna see. We're gonna see. Um, speaking of exhilarating TV, though, House of the Dragons, aka House of Dragons, is averaging 29 million viewers per episode. Insane, bro. 20 then, then, then there was a there was a time when when they said that thrones would never. Have this power again, man. They said it was over for us, man. They said, they, yo, they said, show flopped on you. Mm. Yo, uh. they said we could never recover from this. We they said we were staying forever, my guy. They said, tell me all the things they said, man. They, they said, said a, they said a lot. They said, yo, we're never going back to uh Game of Thrones. They said it's over. It was a flop. Niggas was taken out of the top five shows ever because of one season. I remember all of this. All these things happened on the TL. I remember. I, I I remember this. But you know what HBO Max said? You know what HBO HBO said? Play the music, man. They said, bring out the Brinks truck. We ain't going to let it end like this. <laughs> they said, we will not go quietly into the good night. No, sir. We running this shit back. Yeah, man. They super they, they did the super cut sick the super kick on DD. Sean Michaels through the glass, boom. Got their ass up out of here. And what they did, they said George R. R. Martin. Yo, nigga, here's a blank check. Do what you gotta do. You yeah, know what I'm saying? And look what we are. Yeah, exactly. 29 million viewers. 100%, 100%. Do the math. Five episodes. I can divide. Shit, you tell me. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Come on, man. That's, that, shit is, that shit is hilarious. It kind of feels like um, it's like a Stringer Bell on the wire. It was like, yo, man, new we package. We got a dream no more. New package, old package. It's going to sell regardless, man. <laughs> you let them know. I told, yeah, and, and look at you. Look at all you fickle-ass motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Going, bro. Everybody. Everyone on the timeline t- tweeting your little Game of Thrones rewatches. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Your revisits, your refreshers, or anything you want to call it. You know what I'm saying? Y'all out there, you know what I'm saying, having a good old time, enjoying it like it was like it's your first day back in in uh King's Landing. You know what I'm uh-huh. saying? Everyone's and you know the everyone's got the Westerosi spirit and shit. 
You know what I'm saying? Let your look arm out in the bed next to you. Yeah. You went at, to school. Yeah. yeah, look at y'all. Look at y'all out here. You know, fiending for like Kristen Cole. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Oh God, that this guy, man. <laughs> All right. But yeah, man. Look I'm at happy. you. This is dope, man. Oh. They already confirmed the next season, so we move. Yo, off half of one episode. Yeah, they confirmed they, that shit before the report came out. <laughs> they damn near tweeted out halfway through the first episode, like as it was airing, nigga. Yeah, come on, man. Like, come on. What, what, what y'all thought it was? What y'all think this is? But let's get into episode five, man. What an episode! This was the messiest episode of the show so far. <laughs> Easily. <laughs> this, this is the love and hip hop episode. Of, the love and hip hop episode. <laughs> this was messy, bro. This was uh, a Mona Sky production, man. This is so. This so, is- would you say Allison saying, you know, what I'm saying, congratulations, stepdaughter. Is basically the same as Jocelyn telling Mimi, um, you look like a, look, you look like a maid. Is that what hey you're trying man, to say? With your maid outfit on, like you always do. <laughs> that, that was that. That was that. You know what I mean? Oh, Lodge in the sand had clearly been drawn. Um, Christian Cole is a simp of the simps. I knew it. Yeah, man. We all we always knew. We all like, bro, bro, to this extent, though, brother. I hey, never man. seen. Hey, it. hey, listen, man. This, this might, this will be a question that will probably just go on Patreon. Have <laughs> she? He asked Renera to marry me. She was like, "Nah, bro, you wild. Gee, <laughs> like, I'm out here, but you could be one of my hoes, though." Like, bro, that's that's the funniest part about it, bro. Because yeah. she didn't even say like one of the hoes. Basically, nigga, like it's yours. Like, yeah, yeah. Like she, she basically was like, "So we can't get married, but like, yo, you can literally hit it." Whenever yeah, you bro. want, and the and this man was like, "Am I a joke to you?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna shoot him some bell. I'm gonna shoot him some bell. He's from Dorn. They do things a little different down there. You Fair. know, I, I get it. True. He's a he's a church guy. He's a church kid. I made mean, a no if I get it, bro. But you in Westeros now? It's a little you handle this is a little different over here. You know, dog. I listen, man. Listen, man. Listen. I get. I I, I feel Sir Kristen Cole. It happens sometimes. It happens. All right, man. But now the whole the whole thing with murdering somebody in the middle of a wedding. So all right, so let's get to that. Let's get into the episode. Besides the simping, um, or alleged simping, um, the king, Rainier, everybody, the royal, the royal companions, um, they traveled to the stepstones, right? Yeah, yeah, they traveled to the stepstones to negotiate the marriage pact with House Valerian. Um, when they get there, I think. The king goes directly to see them. They start talking about it. Um, they're basically saying, whose last name will they have? Shout out to Corliss. Corliss Hendricks. Yeah. Uh, shout, whose last name will they have when you know when they ringing and shit? He's like, they can take your last name to exist, but when they reign, they'll be known as Targaryen, bitch. All right, man? Yeah. Uh, but meanwhile, while this is happening, Otto is, you know, serving out his eviction notice. Um... And Allison basically pulls up to him and says, also, I just love the visual of Allison walking like all busy and, you know, flustered and worried and shit and emotional to her father while this this servant is holding this big ass umbrella over her as she as they move through the rain and shit. I missed the Bentley. Dog, and not a single drop gets on her. Shout out to this butler, dog. Like, this must have been Alfred's ancestor, man. He had to be. Same lineage, yeah. Dog, you you gotta respect it. But, like, if she comes over, it's like, how basically, how could you do this type of shit? And I was like, listen, bro, I'm not gonna explain myself to you. But I am gonna tell you is, your son either gonna be king or you gonna be dead. Learn up, nigga, and just dipped off. (laughs) Thank you. 
Like it just like basically threw down a smoke bomb and said, "Out of here, bitches." No, <laughs> <laughs> like it, it yeah, like he just dipped off after that, and then um, we then cut to Damon. First of all, I just want to say Damon is an asshole, right? And he's a he's a horrible man, man, mostly because right. Um, he said his wife was ugly and mishappened, and she was not. She was not ugly at all. She uh, was fine to me. She was a gangster. Yo, she was she was a G when she pulled up almost like, Gee, are you ready to resume our marriage? To to consummate it? Oh, that's even if I let you, bitch ass nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like uh-huh. she was she was getting off on his ass until she became a quadriplegic. Yeah, um, she went outside. Yeah. Uh I gotta say it was it was kind of a G way to kill to, you know, kill her though. I gotta say that. Like I never that's some red dead shit, man. Like and I I really love like just how slightly he did it because like he seemed like he had done this before you know what right, I'm saying right right <laughs> like this is he, a maneuver he does you know yeah like he's he's practiced this one you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. um but yeah Damien gets rid of his wife um then we get to the marriage agreement and then Rainier is talking to to Lenor um and they're talking about how Lenor will never accept it or Lenor will ever be happy because you know Lenor is gay. Um, what what his mom said? <laughs> you know that isn't his preference. <laughs> yeah, like you you know you know he you know what he likes. No, that doesn't and, what he partakes in. <laughs> and Corliss hitting Corliss hitting the it's a phase. Like he was like, like who doesn't love coach? Like hey 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 like every father in denial, every oh single one. God. Listen, but, except your gay child. Whoever's listening to this, except your gay child. And you know what makes me so mad about this whole thing? It's like they had a good plan, bro. Until this nigga Christy Cole fucked it up. Hey, he so all right. So I got I got a piece to say about whenever we get to that part. Right? Yeah, man. Uh, but yeah, Rainier is talking to Lainer, and they're like, you know, you're not the worst person to get married to because like they're first cousins, so they know each other, like they cool with each other, shit like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, as as guests, I mean, as best as you can be with with marrying your family, but you know, Targaryen have queer customs, right? Um, but. You know, they discussed how, you know, everyone knows later don't, you know, like no dragon coochie. Um, so they basically had, they basically made a very modern agreement to have an open relationship. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, basically, they said, like, for we'll, we'll, we'll get the children we need to get out of this, right? But, like, be past that, you, you do can do you, whatever the fuck I'm you want. Me, yeah. yeah. And they, they were cool with it, right? Um, they dapped on it, bro. Yeah, they just like they agree with it and they went their separate ways. They're like, man, this is gonna be fun. Like, yeah. they've been looking forward to it. Um, and obviously, during all this, the king is much worse. Um, I guess that's what happens when you go on a sea ride and, like, you know, not back to your chambers every night to have the skin picked off of you and your fingers cut off and shit like that, bro. This uh, is. This- He's he's like he's fading away fast, bro. At this point, you know. I, I feel I feel so bad for Allison if she if she, if he's still trying to get some kushi. Like, I mean, on the way out, you kind of got to. I I just like just imagine have literally have a literal half dead man thrusting on top of you. That sounds awful, doesn't that's it? A, that's the thing that messed me up about the last episode. That whole scene was so awkward, man. That See was the fucking uh the stuff on his back and ugh. that's just yeah, you know, disgusting. Sick, 
Uh, but then you know, we on the way back, you know, everyone's going back to Westeros. We have this. We we now have a wedding agreed to. We will have a great celebration, great mm-hmm. festivals and feasts and shit. Um, on the way back, <laughs> Sir Kristen Bodge family fair. <laughs> like it's gonna be a good time, you know. Um, Sir Kristen Cole, of course, shoots his shot. Um, you know, once again, right near refuses. But the line of the episode is right near telling him about the arrangement they made. Right to be like, mm-hmm. it's like. I can't marry you, but like we can basically be everything but motherfucker. Uh, and Kristen Cole, yo, the yo, a perfect. He took a perfect beat. He took a perfect beat to wait. Let the suspense build. Great acting, by dog, the way. Great dog, shift, shifted his weight to the back foot, looked away, lips quivering. Shift, yo, shifted back, looked up, and was like, "Say, so you want me to be your whore?" <laughs> Tears in his eyes, dog. No, not even though no. he got the Denzel tear going uh-huh. down his face and shit, dog. Like shout, shout the actor. I don't know his name off the top of my head, but shout out to whoever plays Chris Circus yeah, Cole, man. bro. Incredible. I I watched the uh, behind the scenes feature and shit where like he basically said like when they made the decision to have the uh, the sex scene between them, he made them film him taking off all that shit to get to to make them realize how much of a commitment this was. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Which was a great effect, you know what I mean? It really yeah. sells what, what, what was going on. Like, it also sells, like, how horny this nigga was. Like, yeah, he was I, three horny. Listen, listen. Staying horny enough to take all this shit off, I respect it. He just uh, <laughs> <laughs> But the king and everybody make it back. Two kings landing for the wedding feast and the, and the festivals and shit. When they get back, Sir Kristen Cole gets summoned by Allison because Allison heard some news that uh, Rainier basically took plan B. Um, ordered by the king after she returned from her night out with Damon. Was that the uh, Lannister kid? The Lannister? Uh, the I, foot? Yeah, the I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think that is him. Um, but Allison basically questioned him about it and to Kristen Cole was like, I admit to it. I admit it's true. She was fucking around and it was on me. Oh, um, once again, spilt the bead, bro. No pressure. Yo, yo no pressure. But also, here's here's some snake shit, right? Allison now has proof that Rhaenyra was not technically lying, right? When she said she did not fuck Damon, she wasn't lying. She fucked Chris, Sir Kristen Cole. Unless Allison thinks Rhaenyra popped that thing twice in like two hours. Like, but hey, man, if that's what you feel about your friend, hey, man, listen, you know her better than I do. You know she what she didn't put it for. past her. I'll tell you that. She didn't oh, put it past her. but listen, man, listen. Allison was like. I guess I still hate the bitch. Like, yeah. I don't understand why they're still beefing. I feel like that's one of the few missteps of the show so far. Yeah, I don't get why she's so mad, bro. Like, you know. Yeah, I mean? like, and also I just feel like their beef is kind of silly. At this, it's, yeah, it's, it's forced at this point, especially since the last scene, the last episode, the scene, in the last episode when they kind of just squashed everything. You know. What yeah, I mean? and like decide just basically because like that they're basically all that each other has. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Exactly. Uh, so like them feuding kind of is waxing me, but I, I like I know how the show is, like I know the history of Game of Thrones, like they have to feud for the sake of the plot, but like it just it doesn't seem like it works to me. Like it basically seems like they're like regrettably horny towards each other. You know what I'm saying? A little like, sexual tension there. Yeah, like I because th- they they were queer coded. You know what I'm saying? Like they were lesbian coded, which is uh, a phrase basically where. Characters are written as gay, but they don't actually do gay things in show because you know America. Mm-hmm. Um, but like they're basically queer coding. That's something we like us two straight black men, 
You know what I'm saying? Very cis men between us picked up on it. So imagine how like queer people actually feel about it. Like just yeah. having that teased and once again and not coming out. And all and also we got two gay characters. Well, one character one gay character introduced in the show because Lainer was in other episodes. But like we basically got two gay characters in one show. One of them ain't even make it to the end of the shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I was um, but where were we actually in the episode? Oh, the feast and shit. Yeah, we just uh, got to the party. Yeah, so now we're, you know, the feast, they're making speeches. The king can barely make it through the speech. Um, Damon walks in like Stone Cold saving the alliance. You know what I'm saying? It was hard, though. Dog, it, it was hard and just pulled up a chair to the table and no one questioned it. Because yeah. he's a, yo, he might be a sick nigga, but he's a real nigga, dog. Yeah, like, he's sick, but he's real. I give him that. Um, and then Avalon makes a surprise appearance in the colors of the war banners of House Hightower, which you know how she feels now. Yeah. Um, calls Rainier a stepdaughter, which means the beef is real. Um, and then Lander's lover, of course, and uh, with a name as unique as Joffrey. Um, talking about, talking about, talk. You skip, you skip the very important part. Which one? <laughs> Davis, uh, recently passed wife's uh people come to the wedding. <laughs> like yo, nigga, yo, I know you did it. <laughs> come to the wedding to to formally accuse Damon of killing Rhea, and he, yo, Damon talked this nigga down so smooth, can't Spend even it. get it out, bro. Spend it. It was like, yo, what's up, my hand of this, bro? And bro, here's the crazy part: the hand of the king hurt the whole thing and just let it, and just let it fly. Like, yeah. all right. He technically didn't ain't make the accusation. It's cool, whatever. He ain't lying. Yeah, I'm gonna eat my chicken and shut the fuck up. I respect exactly, it. Exactly. Exactly. Um, that was hilarious. But yeah, Damien makes a surprise turn. Allison, you know, lets her feelings be known. Joffrey is talking to Lenor. It was like okay, and like because he knows of the agreement. It was like okay, so like who's her person then? Mm-hmm. So he basically looks around the floor and was like, all right, so whoever's staring directly at right near. Oh shit, Sir Kristen Cole in the corner Tears staring directly. <laughs> Not making it slick at all, but like also, can you really blame the man? He, he his job is to literally stare at her all fucking day, dog. I would feel bad for him. Not too, with the honestly. pain face, not with the Carl Thomas face, though. <laughs> you know, my brother was hurt. Oh, um, but yeah, man, like Sir Kristen Cole, you feel me? Hurt in the corner. So for some strange reason, Joffrey thinks this is a great idea to go talk to him. Um, where he is clearly barely holding it together in the corner, right. Mm-hmm. Jarvis walks up to him like, "What's good, nigga? Uh, What's up, fam?" And basically, like, basically starts talking to him like, you know, talk about their their shared side nigga status. You know what I'm saying? Like, trying to build on on a mutual thing. Yeah, yeah, trying to like trying to make camaraderie about the shit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Sir Kristen Cole is clearly not in the mood to talk about this. Like, I just want to make it very clear: the dude who plays him does his job very well. His body language is incredible throughout whatever scene yeah. he's in. You know what I'm saying? His body language is completely giving off, bro. I am trying so hard. Not to hit nothing, and you are not letting me do that. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Um, so basically, Joffrey's like, Yeah, like, you don't want to talk about it. I'm here, dog. And like, tr- like, tries to dap him up, and Kristen just looks at him. And Joffrey's like, You know, I'm just gonna dip. I'll see you later. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, immediately after this, Damon pulls up Roy near in the middle of the dance floor, uh, and they start being aggressively horny on Maine, like. Yeah. I listen, like man. Molly in the EDM club type type vibes. Yo, yo, wild. big Karen Page season three of Daredevil vibes. Yeah, you know what I'm exactly. saying? Just, just, just very, just very horny. I mean, and it just it turned into this thing 
of David was like, man, marry me. Stop playing, marry me. And Rainier was like, do it, bitch. You know, you got, you want me? You gotta, you gotta kill everybody and a mama here. You gonna do it? What you gonna do? Like, this is the most like toxic, chaotic ass couple. Yeah, man. Basically, like Latin, like a bunch of Latina tweets in one. You know what I'm saying? Uncle niece. <laughs> oh, all right, man. All right, dog. all right. You know what? God damn it! Where's my yellow card? Yellow card. But in the middle of them being horny on Maine, um, Sir Kristen Cole snaps. And by snaps, I mean we cut to him beating the shit out of somebody and they pan down and it's Joffrey. Um, He is beating this motherfucker bloody. dog shit out of him, bro. He he broke both his arms first, then proceeded to start wailing on his face. He literally caved in his face, dog. With his bare hands, no swords involved. It's very impressive, honestly. Bro, um, nobody should be that angry. First of all, Viserys is standing over there like the Chris Brown. Oh, them niggas getting it in over there video. So here's you know the crazy I mean? part. Like, he's doing it on the ground, so they can't, like, besides, I guess, all, like, the auxiliary, I don't, I don't know, royals and non-important royals, no one sees him doing this shit besides, like, maybe, like, 10 people, right? Yeah. Uh, and all the niggas don't have power, so it doesn't really matter. matter. Um... But so Kristen Cole does this and immediately realizes what he's done. He goes to the to the garden or whatever uh, to commit whatever the Westerosi version of seppuku is. Mm-hmm. Um, and Allison stomps it stomps in mid suicide attempt. Was like, "Yo, I ordered." Basically, I actually I don't think she said anything. She just said no, and we cut to um, the ending of the episode due to the you know events of this wedding um, or wedding feast. Basically, the rehearsal dinner. Yeah. Uh, they just say, fuck it. We're just going to do this now. We're just going to do it now. Mm-hmm. So they go to the back room. They go to a back room with a high step or whatever. Um, and Lainor and Rainier. Lainor, who is literally mourning the death of his lover. Um, they they basically, well, at least they try to get them married. Um, but before they can basically say the I do's, the king fucking faints because, you know, he's half zombie. Yeah. Um, Dan, how would you feel about this episode? I think this once again, this is the messiest episode of the show so far, but it was the best. It was, I was entertained throughout. It was fire, man. I yo, the show's really good, dog. It's and apparently fun. this is this we're getting full 10 episode seasons. Um, and this is the only mid this is the mid season point. Oh, oh shit. Man. Goodbye, young Venera, man. Damn. Yeah, this is also the last episode of the young cast. Uh so Rainera and Allison, there will be a time skip next episode. I'm assuming something like five years or something like that, but we don't know for sure. Right. Uh, but listen, man, it's going it's going to be good. It's about to get very real, very, very fast. Yeah, man. Because if you're any kind of familiar with the books, once again, lines have been drawn in the sand, man. There's no going back from here. Plans have been made. Backs have been stabbed. Niggas have been decapitated. Wolves have been decapitated, unfortunately. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, but hey, man, we here. Um, damn, House of the Dragons. Gonna be fire, man. They, they said we would. They said we wouldn't be doing this again, man. They, that's what they said. They told here me. we are. Here we are. <laughs> uh, you ready to get some comic news? Yeah. So Miles Morales Spider Man is relaunching this December from a number one. Um, it's going to be written by Cody Ziegler, um, who did who did Craig of the Creek, Amazing Craig, Craig of the Creek, Amazing Spider Man. Um, he also wrote an episode of Miss Marvel. Or sorry, She Hulk. My bad. Um, so he is taking over writing duties from Saladin Ahmed. Um, and he talked about taking Miles back to his roots in the root. He did an interview for the announcement. Mm-hmm. Um, and he basically said, 
He's done a bunch of super cool multiple dimension shit. He didn't say that, but that's me paraphrasing. Um, <laughs> but let's just take him down to the street level and give and also give him a new mentor. Peter has been there a lot for him, not really. Um, but that's there's just about to say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but like there's but there's some things that you get insights from from people that have been doing the same job that look like you. Um, and that person's going to be Misty Knight. He went on to add right. Misty Knight experiences a much different reality than a, a Matt Murdock or a Peter Parker. Um, I think that's a great idea. Honestly, it's amazing. I, I really didn't think about that. Like, yeah, like, yeah. But though, is he going to be like Spider Cop? I hope not. You know? Yeah. So like, here's like Missy Knight is weird, right? Because like she's she used to be a cop, or like sometimes she basically is, but she acts very much not like a cop in all her right. comics. Like, right? She's very abolitionist. She's not. She's not by the book. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I, Even I, I remember in the, in the last Captain America thing, she was the you know daughters of the dragon. They broke him out of jail. So. Yeah, they're like, man, listen, yeah, listen, fuck them rules, dog. Yeah, like, exactly. you gonna you gonna you gonna follow the rules, and you gonna be dead, cap. What, what what you gonna do? Um, yeah, I think this is a great idea. I hope she stays as like his voice of reason throughout the book. Uh, I think it's been a long time coming. Miles Morales builds connections outside of his it's weird, weird. Yeah, yeah, just out, yeah, just outside of his weird Brooklyn bubble. Yeah. Um, cause he's been a, he's been an Avenger. He's been an ultimate. He's been a um, the all new. He's been part of the all new ultimates or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, like he's been on multiple teams, but he doesn't really seem to have a ton of allies. Like uh, I would say, put him, yeah, put him with Missy Knight. Let him just connect with the rest of New York, bro. Like, yeah, I get that. I get them saying, but yeah, like I no, get no, them I'm saying he has to build his own identity, bro. Yeah, I think it's time to take him away from Peter a bit, even though he's not really by him a lot. Uh, but also, I will say this: he is. He doesn't really interact with a lot of more Spider-Man villains. Like he's he's had stories with Rhino or whatever, but like in the in the first arc of this, he's gonna be fighting Scorpion. I think that's cool to see him with more Spider-Man villains, man. Uh you really like that? I didn't think you would like that. Yeah, I think like I, I'm cool with him doing new things because like it seems people can't writers don't know what to do with him besides make him fight Uncle Aaron again. Yeah. Uh bring back Uncle Aaron in some new convoluted way. And that's no shade to nobody because that's just how comics work. Um, and they seem just not to be able to, I don't know, get a grasp on like someone like Miles Morales. I feel like maybe getting a black writer is the way to go, uh, or maybe getting someone who's just generally younger and who's more in tune with someone who, someone like Miles who will be a, who, yeah, Miles Morales would be born in 2005, bro. Yeah, like boy. you maybe get someone who's closer to that demographic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I, I think that works. I think that's, I think that's good, man. Um, I just really want him to have his own villains. Like I don't know, just I need he needs new enemies to fight, bro. Yeah, that's that's the biggest one. I think taking him back to the streets will be the big best part of that. I'm right. really listen. I, I really like a lot of I like a lot of street level heroes, bro. But you know what's the best thing about street level heroes? Being in the streets. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the streets. Like, listen, I fuck with Batman, dog. But why is Batman versus Robin somehow? A book about how Damian Wayne has poisoned the entire magical well of Earth. Yeah. So, like, various members of the Justice League Dark are now in, in separate positions of various death. You know what I'm saying? Like, would have been cool with just more father son beef. Personally. Yeah. Like, I I thought that would have been the, the the easy way to go. And you know, that's no that's no disrespect, no shade to nobody. It's just like, yo, get back to the basics, dog. Like, yeah. um, 
I, I really hope Daredevil doesn't make that same mistake too. Um, because they're about to get into some real deep hand shit, but like the hand is grimy, so like I feel like they can keep that streak. But, but also the hand is being is ran by Punisher, so that's gonna be very interesting. That's gonna be fun. I'm just, yeah, it's gonna man. be fun. That last um, issue was cool. You seen him with Luke Cage and shit, man. Shit. Uh Luke Cage is mayor, don't forget. I I really fuck with the fact that Luke Cage was like, listen, motherfuckers, I don't know what y'all thought who I th- y'all thought I was, but I really do mean that I will fuck y'all up. Like yeah. I do I do listen, I'm the mayor. I have power now. On top of that, I know niggas. You know what I'm saying? Like it's up is Luke Cage Eric Adams. <laughs> <laughs> is he hitting up all the parties in the city, bro? Oh god, no. All right, all right. No, I'm done. I'm done. Oh, I'm done. <laughs> we got some Marvel game news for once in a while, though. Oh, yeah. You excited? Am I? You're eating, brother. Oh, yeah. Marvel Entertainment and Moto Studios are currently developing an all-new Iron Man video game set to be single-player, third-person, and action-adventure. How do you feel about this, man? We are here. I am Jadakiss at the Versus right now. Yo. You came a long way, man. I can't fucking wait. You know. You know this is my bag, brother. Uh, listen, man, you know the way D- Disney games be working and Marvel games be working. I just hope nah, that shit makes it past uh, development. I'm just gonna pray it comes out and it's decent, brother. That's all I can do. That's all I can do. Yeah, though. I I want to see. I, they they released a graphic, but like I want to see a trailer. Like I want to see. They must be really early in this in order to to make this announcement. But yeah, if it looks good, then like I'm you know I'm happy for you. But if it doesn't, if it's like the Avengers game, then. I'll be here to come for you. Don't worry. <laughs> I appreciate you. I like how Marvel's branching out the characters, but like, bro, there's new characters you you can use in the game. Why isn't there a Daredevil game being in production right now? What the Listen, fuck is man, going on? Daredevil game, but also just you know, just a, just a question here, right? Um, why don't y'all make more animated movies? I just wanna. Why don't y'all make that's gonna be one of their focuses? Yeah, that is they just don't they yo Marvel has not made an animated movie in like a decade. I don't they I don't know what the fuck is going on, dog, but like come on man, give us give us something like I think that's what really I wish Marvel did better. Just animated movies because like their shows like aren't they're for the kids. Like I don't give a shit if I don't like them. Like I'm bro, I'm fucking old. Like I'm not gonna have the same taste as an eleven year old who what who wakes up in the morning and sees fucking Spider-Man and Superior Octopus or some shit like that on his TV, right, bro. Right, like, exactly. But like the movies, that's some shit like a lot of people from all ages can get into, and they just don't do that shit, bro. I just don't understand. It's such easy money. Like they have y'all all have, the resources they yo, need, you know? and y'all have so much money now. Like I don't understand. Yeah, <laughs> you're the you're literally the most successful movie franchise ever, dog. Like y'all can't make an animated movie studio. Like, exactly, you have all your all your characters back now, essentially. So it's like you can go crazy. Why not do an animated X Men movie? Why not bring back X Men Evolution or something and make it a movie or like a, a limited series or something? I don't know. See, see, we gotta stop giving our ideas. Once man. again, you, know you see, you see what's going on. But like, yeah, they they, they should do that, man. And yes. they said they were gonna commit more to the animated thing, but we haven't really seen it yet. So yeah, we ain't really seen shit yet, have we? Yeah. Um, we keep getting a lot of um. What uh trailer descriptions <laughs> it's from D twenty three and then shit like that. Yeah, uh, yeah, very, very suspicious. Um, but rumors have been intensifying about and getting a lot stronger, like the jazz music meme. Um over John Bernthal coming back as Punisher and Daredevil Born Again. Um, and here's the story. 
Marvel originally wanted Kirsten Ritter to return as Jessica Jones. Um, but it was recently reported that uh, scheduling would not allow it because Kirsten Ritter took got cast in the Orphan Black spinoff show. Uh, oh, shit, yeah, yeah. Good for her, by the way. Orphan yeah, Black is very good. Go check it out. Yeah. Uh, we, we previously reported, I want to say maybe two months ago, that Daredevil would appear in Echo looking for Jessica Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, but he may now appear Echo looking for Punisher, which doesn't make a little bit of sense, mostly because, you know, beef. Um, but Born Again is somehow set to be in a reintroduction. Um, and I do mean retcon by everybody. On Netflix characters into the MCU. Um, and, man, how do you feel about this, first of all, before I get negative? <laughs> I mean, I'm here for it, but, like, Let's let's do it right, you know. I need to see some blood. I need to see some hands. Listen, some real guns going off, you know, listen, shit like that. Listen, man, with how Marvel CGI is now, I'm not bullshitting. And um, that it see it seems that just basically Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio coming back. Um, I'm not sure if they're bringing back the producers and the showrunners and the people who really, who like made the show what it is. Um. But like, if you don't bring none of them people back, and we've seen the level of violence where they're acceptable with in Moon Knight, um, bro, it doesn't look like they're ready to commit to the show. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it real yeah, with yeah. you. And if you're looking to bring Punisher in, the dude who kills people very brutally and violently, by the way, uh, I you need to you need to reevaluate right, what you what you what you cool with. You gotta uh, look inward, you know. <laughs> speaking of looking inward. Um, do we need reintroductions to characters? Very popular characters, by the way. Um, who as recently as December, wait, November 2018 and January 2019, we saw last time. Like it hasn't yeah. it hasn't been a long time since we've seen Daredevil and a Punisher. Like I, I, by the time Daredevil drops, it should be what 2023, 2024. Yeah. So by that time it'll be like five and six years. But here's the thing, though: people are are it's regular to wait four or five years for a superhero movie sequel, like like the Dark Knight between the Dark Knight and the Dark Knight Rises. What? How long was that? Four years? Yeah, three, four years. Yeah. How long was it between Spider Man and Spider Man Two? Uh, maybe like two or three years. It's two or three years. How long it was between fucking the X Men movies? Like, oh yeah, them just came out back to back. They wasn't playing with them. Yeah, like shit. By the time Aquaman comes out, it'll, it will have been four years. Four years, yeah. Like that's that's regular. So like, do we? Because like, let's be clear. This is not a reintroduction. This is like the like the MCUification of these characters. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but I feel like I feel like it I'm, feels I'm, redundant, bro. Yeah, like it feels like we're doing it just to do it. Like when people talk about getting hand fed shit, that's how I feel about like some MCU. Plot points like things that should usually take one movie get dragged out over three, like Tom Holland Spider Man trilogy. Uh, exactly. <laughs> but the thing is, is my my whole thing is like also Daredevil or Punisher are mainstream enough characters. Like you don't have to like show people what, who they are and what they do, bro. We know. Yeah, we know. You don't have. You know yeah, I mean? you don't have to like spoon, spoon feed people. Like people, these are characters people know. People people have grown up with. Waiting on you know. Yeah, like these are characters. Like these are this is these are major people in pop culture. You know what I'm saying? So like, we don't need reintroductions to the characters, bro. Just throw them in some shit. Like I, I'm trying to think though. I mean, maybe for the kids. I don't nah, think kids are kids nah. Daredevil fans. No, kids know Daredevil, bro. 
Are they fans of Daredevil? Though? Yes, kids know. If they were not, it would just be a bunch of old people screaming about Daredevil. But who do you see tweeting about Daredevil? Young niggas. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Young niggas. But I'm trying to think about it. Like outside of like, he's been in no games. He's been he, in no movies in like ten years. Uh, he's well, he's had a movie, right? And he's had three seasons of a show on. And let's be clear. Let's be very clear about this. When the Netflix Marvel shows came out, mm-hmm. when Daredevil dropped on Netflix, that was a big deal. It was a moment. It was a. Moment. It was. It was a big deal. Motherfucker stayed up till two o'clock in the morning to to watch the premiere of Daredevil season one. Um, and like people live tweeted that shit. People talked about it. People watched it with their kids. I hope you stop watching it with your kids when you realize how violent it was. <laughs> um, like it was a big deal, and and a lot of kids, but like. Someone like goddamn Miles Morales' age probably grew up with that show. Yeah. Like yeah, that, that, that might be the that's their daredevil. So it's yeah. not Ben Affleck. <laughs> yeah, like 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 Charlie Cox is motherfuckers' favorite superhero, bro. Like if the kids didn't fuck with it, we wouldn't have been to this point. True. True. I'm I'm just interested though. Uh, listeners, share share your thoughts on that. You think your kids fucking with Daredevil? Actually, yeah. Actually, you actually do the, do the kids love Daredevil? Yeah, let us know. Are, is know. Daredevil for the kids? <laughs> Speaking of Daredevil, oh yeah, I'll talk about Daredevil when we get to She-Hulk. Uh, yeah, actually, fuck it, we get into She-Hulk. Let's get into it. You want to get into She-Hulk? All right, yeah. So, uh, She-Hulk. What is this episode five or something like that? Four or five? But um, nah, this is the best episode of the show so far. Basically, uh, She-Hulk tried to uh defend her name like basically titania owns the rights to the she-hulk name but she has to like defend the name from titania it's an incredible level of hate i just want to say that it's next level hate she has like she-hulk products she's selling in like mac whatever it's hilarious bro it's pretty funny um very good show i'm really liking this episode but the thing you guys came to see is at the end so during the show she-hulk has to get um she gets a, a new suit made by I forget the character's name, but it's an actual Marvel character. He makes all the all the gear and shit. Melvin? Nah, it's Luke something. Luke something. I Luke, forget, forget. I know who you're talking about. He's yeah. in a he's in a Spider-Man comic, but yeah, I know what you're yeah. talking about. So he makes all the suits for the superheroes, and as she hosts going to pick up her suits, like her actual business suits, you see, she he tells his assistant, you can't just leave our client stuff laying around. So when you it pans to it, you see a gold uh helmet with horns. And that's how uh, the show ends. So uh, you, know, you know who that is. Uh, they're really doing this gold suit shit. What are we yeah, doing here? Yeah, yeah. After teasing um, me with the beautiful black and red fit, y'all going yeah. back to this this yellow. What are we? I, I hate the born again fit. I think it shit is trash personally. But so I get like, it. His dad wore yellow and gold. I I, I get it. I get so it. here's the thing: in the comics, the born again fit is his normal red fit. Like right, 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 right. Yo, motherfuckers gotta realize with the yellow, the yellow and red joint. Like besides Daredevil Yellow, which is a great book, if you have the opportunity to buy it, please do. Um, yeah, that shit lasted for all of like seven issues. Like they killed that shit really, really fast. You want to know why? Because it's ugly. Yeah, that shit is that shit's big. That shit is ass. All right, let's be. I don't. I don't mean to be mean. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, but that shit was bad. All right, man. Uh, um, but now nah, this is the route they're going. I'm pretty sure he'll probably be in the next episode in some in some capacity. So there we are. Okay, cool. Pretty good show. Pretty good episode. Good. Um, 
you ready to get in this week in, co- this week in comics real quick? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, man. We got to talk about one thing. You niggas got to stop with all these side comments. I told you niggas how I was reading Judgment Day, right? Why is there immortal X-Men issues? There's Marauder issues. I'm like, yo, what more do you niggas want from me, bro? I said I'm, I'm reading the main line shit. Once again, Marvel, stop with the side story shit. I don't care, bro. Bro, everything, every goddamn event does not need tie-ins, bro. Like, Damn. I'm just, you know, they just, they don't. They don't. That's too many fucking, that's too much content. It's too much. And plus, on top of that, bro, I really just, this is a gripe I have with comics overall, especially Marvel and even DC to some extent. It's like too many events every year, bro. What happened to just one, two big events every year, man? Now yep. we're getting three or four every quarter. We got a new major event going on, bro. It's somebody died. Somebody came back to life. Somebody right. Earth got blown up. Somebody Celestial Mama got slapped. And, like, then, and then the thing is, it's like these aren't like uh, long affecting events, bro. These things kind of just resolve themselves by the next the next issue of the main yeah, comic. You know? They basically just get retconned before the summer's over. So it's like, like, what are we doing? You're wasting everybody's time with this shit, man. Yo, Captain America died, and we—it's not even a blip on our radar, bro. Like we know the niggas coming back. He's bro, right back. Wait, hold up. Cyclops and Captain America died, and it wasn't even a blip on our radar. Man, don't care, bro. You know what I mean? He's already <laughs> back, bro. So it's like, what, what, what are we doing here? You know, I—I I don't. So the only I—I've been discussed with Marvel lately. But Black Panther and Daredevil, books like Black Panther and Daredevil keep my hope alive. Yeah, Daredevil's um, fire. Daredevil was fire, but can we talk about Black Panther for a second? Dog, I no, like I gotta I gotta let me find what the fuck this motherfucker said, dog. I I have been crying for three days since I read this shit, bro. I swear to God. Like, first of all, there's there's a new issue of Black Panther, right? This is first, this you know, this is fresh off. Everyone finding out how ain't shit T'Challa is, uh, right? Uh, and then basically Captain America's trying to figure out where his mental is because, you know, he's technically the leader of the Avengers. <laughs> and Captain America's like, you know, how you doing? And basically T'Challa is basically like getting to like, yo, what does that, what does everything mean, dog? Like, what is, is life? Does, does anything have meaning? Are we are we just destined to to, to fall and, and die like all of our ancestors? And Captain Arrow's like, hmm, are you okay? You sure you could be leading the Avengers right now? <laughs> are you in a good mental space, my brother? Yeah, yeah, like, bro, is everything cool in Wakanda, bro? He was like, bro, like, I just had to bury, like, half my best friends, bro. Like, no, nigga, I'm not good. What the fuck? Um, but I need to, I need to find what the fuck he called him, bro. There we go. All right. So the the villain of this, this issue of Black Panther is the colonizer, not making this up. Uh, right. And they came down basically on a, They pulled up while he was at Avengers Mountain. It was, hold up, let me make sure I got this right. It was Captain America, Black Panther, Captain Marvel, and Thor standing at Avengers Mountain. The, the colonizer pulls up and Oh my god. The colonizer has me. This, this is the blurb, bro. To start at the start, may I say it is honorific to meet Third Orb's best good fighters. Oh. Arian, wait, Arian King, Jingo Commando, Commander <laughs> Hottie, 
and most certainly you, Negro Feline. Nigga, I have been crying at Negro Feline for 72 no, no, hours, no. dog. <laughs> Negro Feline. Negro, every time I have seen Black Panther mentioned or heard in my head, dog, Negro free, Feline has been there, dog. Like, it's better than Nigga Cat. That's... <laughs> <laughs> it's better than nigga cat, bro. <laughs> oh man, Negro feline is hard. Uh <laughs> like an expensive cologne. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What are you wearing? It's that new uh Negro feline. Negro feline. The best for your winter collection. Uh-huh. You see, you see that shit on the maximum male model segment. You feel exactly. Me? <laughs> pouring it, pouring it on them and stuff. It's crazy. Oh uh, uh what the fuck else have I been reading? Star Wars art got real weird, so like, I'm skimming through that it's shit right now. Taking you out of the book, it's it's yeah, like you know how like basically like if a, if the art is good, it can get you through a bad book, but like right. if the art is bad, no matter how Take good the writing right is, out, you brother. don't want to you don't want to read that shit. Uh-huh. Uh, but goddamn, what the fuck I said? Oh, Daredevil, really good. Um, I love how Daredevil's first instinct always is to panic and immediately start clinging to his loved ones. Um, Bro, why the fuck are you bringing Foggy on a ninja death adventure? Like, what the fuck are we doing here? <laughs> like, what's Foggy ain't got hands, man. Why are we doing this, man? Foggy can't fight. He yeah. is like the only like superhero side character who has never learned to fight. Yeah, bro. And that's your man. Yo, teacher man had a squabble. Teacher man. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, I tapped in the Batman Beyond Neo year. Yo, this is yo, this is a real dog. This is a really good book, dog. Like it's 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 ba- it's the street level gritty Batman Beyond story. Motherfuckers said they didn't get get in the show. Um, people are dying. Motherfuckers are getting assassinated. He is fighting to the death with undead war holographic warriors like this is infamous Second Son. Yo, like, I to say, yo, you were right about how brutal the book was. Like last week, yo, that shit was kind of it. Kind of took me aback. I was like, oh shit, this nigga X was lying, bro. They yeah, 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 like ter- like Terry is fighting, dog. Yeah. Like he is scrapping because, like, um, if you, the premise of the book is a killer AI assassinated Bruce Wayne, um, and nice. Terry is basically on his own trying to stop this AI from taking over Gotham. Um, but he got he doesn't have the resource. He doesn't have the suit. Well, he has the suit, but you know. The suit is basically like a very souped-up iPhone. Like it needs to be charged every night. Right. Like batarangs need. Like for all the cool shit we see in the show all the time, think of the logistics of that. Basically, it needs rocket fuel for him to fly. Exactly. It needs it needs, it needs power for him to have his enhanced strength. It needs goddamn batarangs to be loaded into it. It needs to be charged, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Right. Uh, and when you live in a world where it's ba- everything's fucking computers, and you basically have a supercomputer for a suit. You got to figure out how to turn that shit off. You know what I'm saying? Um, It's a really good book, and like it really forces Terry to like to get. It's basically like watching the Batman, but in Batman Beyond. Like it's really that that close of uh, a comparison to me, honestly. Um, It's a really yeah, it's really good. If you got the time and opportunity, go go pick it up. Um, If you don't, it'll be on DC Universe Infinite in like six months. So, um, but fuck, have you read Batman? I have. I've been keeping up with Batman. I um, listen, man. Uh, it's I don't know. I, I figured out what this opening story is for to get Bruce out of this dark, brooding "I am Batman" type shit. Oh, um, that's my shit, though, man. But like, he's gonna get back into it. Don't get me wrong. But like, I I really do love how 
these this era of Batman writers are like, no, motherfucker, we're sick of that loner shit, bro. He's a family man. Like <laughs> he loves all his children. Yeah. He loves his women. And like that's something that's also nice to see, like some very common sense things, like um and that like in this to be um the shit's like, you know, he refers to the, the kids as soldiers and shit. And Bruce is like, no, motherfucker, they are not my soldiers. They are my children. Like, mm-hmm. that's some very common sense things you would think he'd be saying about, like, Dick Grayson and Dane. Like, more well, than they just Dane. They are child soldiers. Though. Yeah, they are child. Don't get me wrong. They are indoctrinated child soldiers. Did he propagandize them? Absolutely. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. But, like, to show that he cares about them as his children. You know right. what I'm saying? Very small things. Because, like, I don't know why, but Batman writers, like, after Damien came out, they basically decided like Damien's the only one who gets acknowledged, and everybody else is just like illegitimate like bastard kids or someone like that. He just was kind of treating them like coworkers. At that yeah, point. basically, like yeah, that's exactly what. But like, yeah, like I love how they say like they're my children, bro. Like Tim's not my partner; he's it's my son. And like, you know what it is too? They acknowledge like, but they're their own people, like too. Yeah, right? you know, like yeah, they got their own minds; they can do their own things, you know. Yeah, uh, that and Batgirls is is really good. Um, I love I love how they did the flashback to the Tower of Babel and basically the the, the flipping that on the head at the end, being like, "All right, so who has to basically who stops Batman if Batman goes evil? Okay, us. Who saves Batman from himself? Exactly, us. us yeah, uh, like that. that was good. That was a good uh, point to bring up. Yeah, like like. Fail, fail safe is basically is very eh, don't get me wrong. It's like it's as exciting as getting an asshole by an android can be. Mm-hmm. Uh but like, you know, they've made this very fulfilling and character driven somehow. Um and you I'm get to see it. the whole and you get to see the whole family get packed out. It's great. Um are you ready to get a WBD watch? Oh yeah, WBD watch this week. How how are we going, bro? <sighs> so uh, a report came out on the Hollywood Reporter last week that Hollywood insiders at all levels, from executives to low-level production assistants, um, seem to believe that David Zaslav's plan to deal with WB's debt is just simply to mitigate it until Comcast Universal can buy WBD in two years. Um, why two years? They have to wait two years because due to a government regulation stating Monopoly law, yeah. <laughs> yeah, anti- antitrust law that if after a merger, a major corporation has to go at least two years without being bought, sold, or merged. Um, so two years, so what, 2024 is the soonest they could possibly buy it. Um, so basically plan is to stay afloat until then. Um, Fan, how do you feel about this? This doesn't help us like creatively. Like I get it business wise. You're basically just trying to stay alive till you can get bought again, which is a nasty I think it's a nasty, nasty business method too. But like creatively, like what do you do? Like you're kind of just in limbo to then you have all these yeah. projects in the, you know in the wing waiting. Uh keep it real with you, man. Most of the projects ain't seen the light of day. They're cooked, uh, bro. If if it's not the Batman, you're 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 under surveillance. Dog, I I don't. So we have to get into the next point too to talk about that. Um, a, Const- a Constantine sequel was officially happening. Official, official. Um, Keanu Reeves is returning along with director Francis Lawrence and J.J. Abrams is producing, right? But at what cost? Because um, mm-hmm. the Constantine HBO Max show that was going to have the Black Constantine that we talked about on here at least six times uh, and the Madam X show that was going to be a Madam Xanadu has been canceled at HBO Max. Bad Robot, it, 
J.J. Abrams production company is shopping them elsewhere, which they will probably, I think at least the Constantine show will probably get bought. Oh, um, absolutely. Easily. But, and that's basically probably where the rest of the Justice League Dark shows are going to live, wherever Constantine goes. Um, unless they figure out a way to loop that into Constantine now, the Keanu Reeves version. Um, but I think basically what happened is Zazlaw went to Abrams and was like, listen, man, I'm going to keep it real with you. You can either get Keanu Reeves in a Constantine movie, or you can have nigga Constantine. You cannot have both. Um, get down to lay down. And, or David, I was basically like, listen, I don't got faith in all this shit, but like, you're a big name, so I'm, I'll make a deal with you. I'll get, I'll get you Keanu Reeves. You cool with that? Yeah. All right. Cool. Simple as that. Like that's, <laughs> that's the agreement. Um, but like, I'm excited for this. And the original Constantine movie is really good. Like, if you haven't seen it, yeah, you, I haven't seen it. I gotta check it out. I I watched it like once years ago. Like, like damn near. I think I, the last time I watched it was in the year it came out, 2005. Um, but it's not very character accurate but despite that it's a great fucking movie dog like it's a, it's a legitimately really good movie um but it's kind of like and there was some diver- it was it was more diverse for a hollywood movie back then mm-hmm. but like by now standards it's almost a nearly entirely white cast right. you know what i'm saying like shia labeouf is a i forgot i forgot the dude i think uh constantine's taxi driver nigga who can't die right, uh right. he like shia labeouf is is that character i think gus or gas or some shit like that um, goddamn counter like counter counter Reeves isn't white, but he's white passing, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, so it bringing back that basically an entirely white cast and killing off two diverse shows, uh, is kind of whack. I hope this cast ends up being diverse. Um, but like the way Zaslav has been moving, I don't know, man. I can I can see them running back every white person that was in the original, like. Yeah. I will say though, granted, Keanu is one of those people who's been advocating for more diversity and stuff, and you know, he hasn't. He's been known to like fight for shit like that. So we'll see. We'll see. Where yeah. Hopefully, hopefully it goes well. Like I, I, I risk I could be like, man, I can't see someone canceling a movie with Keanu Reeves in it. But like, bad girl happened. But so, not, but Keanu is like one of three action stars we have left. You know. What yeah, I mean? like it's if like you, The Rock, Cruz, and Keanu. Yeah, shit, that's crazy. <laughs> that's really it, bro. Like big action stars. No, it's it's basically the Rock, Vin Diesel, and Keanu Reeves. Yeah, Vin Diesel. You know, all he has is Fast and the Furious, man. So all he has is a billion dollar franchise. He's not trying a to star. say, man. He can't carry. <laughs> he's a system player. Is that yeah, what you trying bro. to say? <laughs> yeah, bro. He's Tom Brady on the Patriots. He's a system player, man. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I hope it's diverse. I hope it's inclusive. I just you know don't got no faith. Um, what do we have? I think that's all we have for y'all this week. Yeah, yeah. Um, no soapbox this week. I'm just gonna tell you, niggas. Yo, man, don't let them tell you about COVID not being real. It's still very real out here. Get your mask for the winter. It's gonna be nasty. Get your mask. Get your booster vaccine. The Omicron vaccine is out. Get your monkeypox vaccine if you can. That shit, man. Um, let's get let's pay some bills. This guy here, live from Titan's Tower. A pop. First of all. (laughs) By the time you hear this episode, it'll be my birthday. So, yeah. tweet me happy birthday. In your funniest Batman clip. Yo, no, fuck that. Tweet me your funniest Batman slander for yeah. my birthday. I want to see nothing but good Batman jokes across my timeline. I mean this shit. I will bully you niggas into doing this. Birthday, but he enjoys this kind of shit. You see what I'm talking about? <laughs> tweet your best, 
your best Batman. Do not bring that lazy officially ice shit to me. I'm swatting that shit like Dikembe Mutombo. All right, man. Tweet me oh the good God. shit. Tweet me the shit you didn't have in your drafts for three years. Some shit right, you man. thought about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just give, give me, give, give, give me the good shit. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to all y'all, though, man. Yeah, uh, man. Speaking of shout out to homies, shout out to Jabal. Shout out to the Live from Time Tower Podcast, aka the TYN show. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Aka the, the what a, the fate the best show to record the the funniest show to record, bro. The funniest. We are watching a, a group about sidekicks talking about retro jerseys and how to short niggas on eBay. Um, everyone, go tap into that with myself, Dan, and LJ. Um, on our Patreon, patreon.com backslash the Black Variant RNC. Yeah. Um, make sure to tap into the Drunken Rewatch on Wednesdays. Yeah. Wednesdays at 6.30 Central Time. Now, I have a question for y'all. Would y'all be interested in a live space for House of the Dragon? Mm. Tell us. Tell us. We're trying to know. We're trying to, you know what I'm saying? Sunday nights, we're not doing shit no way. We might as well. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> doing shit but watching the show. So Exactly. You know. Yeah, yeah. you know, let us know. Uh, make sure to tap into the lookout as well. Look out going strong. Subs lie, dubs lie. Look, tap into the A show. A very combative episode today. Yeah. Uh, tap out to the tap into the war report. Tap into the rewriters room. Tap into black print. Uh, yeah. Yo, gotta love, gotta love the double entendres in the black print this week. Shout out to Tushy. Uh, <laughs> Ugly radio with Rob. You know, listen. Yo, shout out to Rob, man. Listen, listen. Munching is optional, but masking is not. All right, man. <laughs> That's a word right there. That's twenty twenty two. Summed up. Shout out to Rob, man. Uh, shout out to all of our patrons. Do we have any new patrons this week, man? I'm on check uh, no, new, no new patrons this week, but yo, get that Patreon, you guys. <laughs> Fuck with us. We got a lot of content on there, man. Yeah, life Shout out to the homies Patriots. Shout out to uh Banks and Davis, man. They you you want to talk about content machines? Them boys is putting out content. I was over there. We we watched Morbius. It's a fun time. Fun time. Yeah. Shout out to, shout out to Banks and Davis. Shout out to yeah, Goddamn. Man. Shout out shout out to the A Show. Shout out to everybody doing it right. Shout out to the Black Wrestling Podcast. Like mm-hmm. shout out to everybody in this sphere, in this community we're a part of. Yeah. Like shout out to everybody, man. Everyone doing the damn thing. I appreciate y'all. Follow us at Black Variant RC. Rave subscribe to our feeds, all the channel in feeds. Um, Van, you got anything, any words to leave with the people? Um Read, don't be like Kanye West. <laughs> you hear that, Josh? Peace. No, I'm yeah. playing. We out. Peace. <laughs>